Welcome back, listeners. This is our final episode celebrating the release of ParCast's first book, Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Join Them. You can order your copy today at parcast.com slash cults. Marshall Applewhite assured his Heaven's Gate followers that true believers could ascend to an alien spaceship with him if they abandoned their human forms by committing suicide. Enjoy this exclusive clip and be sure to order your copy of Cults Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Join Them at parcast.com slash cults. And on behalf of everyone here at ParCast, thank you so much for all of your support. We hope you loved the book as much as we loved making it for you. While they were camping in Gold Beach, Oregon, near the Rogue River, for months, apple-whited nettles had been soaking up as much spiritual information as they could, from as many sources they could find. And while they were at Gold Beach, they realized that they finally found their answer. Applewhite later said that it was as if we had been given smelling salts and told, okay, you guys, you've had 40 years and now it's time for you to realize who you are, what you have to do, and get on with the show. First, they expanded on the ancient astronaut theory. Not only do aliens exist, but they've come to Earth in the past, and everything written in the Bible is based on those encounters. Thousands of years ago, people didn't have the same modern words. So when the Bible described angels coming down from heaven on chariots, it was actually aliens landing in spaceships. They claimed the sick were healed by miracles, but only because they didn't understand advanced alien medicine. This meant that God was an alien, Jesus too, and heaven must be in outer space. With the right telescope, we'd be able to see God in the cosmos. With this framework in place, they reconsidered some of the prophecies of the New Testament. The book of Revelation mentions two witnesses sent by God to testify before the end times. But it says that the world will reject their message and the witnesses will be killed. For three and a half days, their bodies will lay in the streets while the public celebrates their death. Then they'll be resurrected and the world will watch as they ascend to heaven in a cloud. Applewhite and Nettles realized that they were these two witnesses. They'd been called to spread God's true message. Eventually, they would be martyred, brought back to life, transformed, and called home to heaven. They called this the demonstration, and believed it would jumpstart the apocalypse. But there was still hope for salvation. Because they knew that the cloud they would ascend on was actually a spaceship. And Applewhite and Nettles promised that anyone who accepted their message would be allowed to board it alongside them. It was the rapture via UFO. But only perfected beings would be allowed to fly to heaven, which they called the next level. It required a total transformation. They could no longer be human. They had to become more than that. It was a physical change, preparing you to board a physical craft for a journey to a physical utopia. Therefore, becoming a member of the next level wasn't really about faith, it was a biological, scientific process. Applewhite explained, when a human has overcome all of his human level activities, he goes through a metamorphosis, just exactly as a caterpillar does when he quits being a caterpillar, and he goes off into a chrysalis and becomes a butterfly. It was basically the ultimate version of the human potential movement, but the reward was everlasting life in utopia. And Jesus had already given them the blueprint to follow with his own death and resurrection. Applewhite and Nettles wrote in their first official statement, 
He did not leave his body in the grave. He converted it into his body of that next kingdom. This is the only way the next kingdom is entered permanently. Each human has that full potential. But just like Jesus, the transformation required sacrifice. You had to be 100% focused on the change. Friends, family, jobs, possessions, they were distractions. To truly overcome your human level, you had to leave everything from your old life behind. It was a huge ask, and they had a hard time convincing anyone it was worth it. By May of 1974, they'd made their way back to Houston. And that was where they finally recruited their first follower, named Sharon. She'd run in some of the same New Age circles as Nettles. When they approached Sharon, she was at a crossroads, in a bad marriage and spiritually lost. After several conversations, she chose to abandon her family and join Applewhite and Nettles on the road. She took up the role of evangelist. Whenever the trio reached a new place, Sharon would go into town first, talking to the locals about their message, trying to drum up a receptive audience. But they weren't able to recruit anyone else. And after four months, Sharon's family caught up with them. They begged her to return home. She had a two-year-old daughter who needed a mother. Sharon had already been struggling with her guilt over leaving, and once her family confronted her, she agreed to come back. She still believed in the message and worried that she had disappointed God, but it was time to go home. Be sure to order your copy of Cults Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Join Them at parcast.com cults. It's now available in hardcover and as an audiobook. That's parcast.com cults. Enjoy. Enjoy. 